the Red 78. I think it's important that people don't expect too much because it takes time when you come back. It's not just the injury, it's all the other stuff. Available every Wednesday. Don't miss a moment of action. Subscribe to the Rugby Channel on the OTB Sports app and turn on your notifications now. The News Round on Off The Ball. With Gillette Labs. Get the ultimate shave for your money back. Neon Night Edition, available now. This is News Talk. All right, you're welcome along. It is Thursday's Off The Ball. Nathan with you until 10 o'clock. There is a lot going on this evening. Arsenal in Europa League action. 2-1 down against Sporting Lisbon. Uh, heading for the hour mark there. Manchester United looking to start the recovery from their defeat to Liverpool against Real Betis. That gets underway a little bit later on. We'll keep an eye on that. And we'll be reflecting on all the week's football and, well, many decades of football with John Giles, who is back in studio once again this week. That's coming up a little bit later than usual at 9 o'clock. We'd like to give John a bit more time when he is back in Dublin and he's in studio. So that on the way on the football show from 9 o'clock. At half past seven, we're going to talk to Peter O'Mahony, who is in camp with Ireland at the moment, ahead of flying to Scotland over the next couple of days. So we'll uh, get a few minutes with Peter O'Mahony to get his thoughts on the campaign so far. And after 8 o'clock, Pat Ryan, three-time All-Ireland winner with Limerick and Anthony Nash, two-time All-Star, are going to be looking at the Hurling League, uh, which is back this week after a break for a couple of weeks. We'll talk WSL as well. Arsenal playing last night and it is a top-of-the-table clash at the weekend between Manchester United and Chelsea. So there's a lot to get through between now and 10 o'clock. Arthur O'Dea is with us. How are you? Not so bad, Nathan. How are you? Richie McCormack, good evening. Good evening, gentlemen. How are you? No doubt about the big breaking news this evening. Don't know if you saw yes. this. Ten years. Ten years on from the second captain's lads leaving off the ball, the FAI have decided to honour them <laughs> by basically <laughs> taking their logo and making it their logo. <laughs> a remarkable thing. Never thought of that. <laughs> it's the first thing I thought of. Yeah, yeah, there's some striking similarities to it already now that you mention it. Uh, so, uh, Football Ireland, as we shall now be known. It's not Ireland football. Damn it! <laughs> they need to make these things easier. It's sequential. Look, my... <laughs> My my worry my worry about it is, like for those who haven't seen, and just to be right, clear for it, it, just to be clear for listeners, yeah. Richie is the type of person who does actually worry about this type of stuff. I do worry about this type of stuff. Yeah, I am a Jersey nerd, uh, and the kind of yeah, this stuff weighs heavily on my mind. Um, there it, it's redolent of the old late eighties crests where there was a circle and a shamrock in the middle of it, and there was some wording either side of that. My worry is the shamrock in this one isn't straight on it's kind of slanty ways it's at like oh, a 45 a degree angle yeah. yeah now now the problem is for those who don't know uh the fai seemingly are going to have castor as their new kit supplier for those who've been keeping tabs on what castor have been doing and not been doing recently it's things like having crests on jerseys the right way up as was the case with wolves a few weeks back they've also had jerseys like literally rip bits fall off them not being applied properly my worry is if you've got a slanty crest there's going to be a chance that a couple of them within the squad are going to be applied straight on and it's going to be wrong. And then you're going to hear... It hasn't even happened yet and you're already concerned about them applying the crest the wrong way. Maybe because the second captain's crest has the... uh, has the shamrock the right they way? Got it straight they got on. They couldn't. Yeah. They couldn't do it the same thing. Surely they got it from somewhere, though. I mean, they didn't. You can't. You can't. Uh, <laughs> yeah, the old FBI crest. <laughs> exactly. 
they didn't realise then 10 years on the FBI were going to go back to it again so uh, this is all because uh, well for many reasons uh, one of the reasons is that New Era New Identity uh, was as part of their strategic plan for the FAI that they yeah. would have a new rebranding uh, there was speculation when people started to notice last night that social media channels were being changed that maybe the FAI would have a total renaming as well as Ireland Football or maybe they could have gone yeah. with Football Ireland whichever one they want but they're gone with Ireland Football uh, the FAI remains and they have this new brand identity. It does seem as though maybe the FAI is going to become the corporate body. Yeah. And then Ireland football will be the national teams to try and have that total separation between the FAI, which as a brand uh, may not be the most attractive to sponsors right now. Whereas Ireland football is a brand new shiny thing that we can all get behind. It doesn't Ireland work. Football, though, does MNT. It, it, doesn't, it doesn't work as the Why? Ireland football. Ireland football. It's, it just seems clunky. It, it sounds awful. It, it doesn't roll off the tongue. It doesn't. Where roll do we off say it? it? When when is it appropriate for for us to say Ireland football? It doesn't like, need the football I, in my in my in my reckoning. Are you going to watch Ireland football? I was thinking to go to watch Ireland football. I wasn't quite sure, but I am. Yes, I will go to watch Ireland football play Latvia on Wednesday night. <laughs> <laughs> and what you're going to have now? You're going to have some GAA Ireland football zealots. one. Fra- <laughs> The best you're night in the history of Ireland football. You're going to have some GEA zealots who are saying it's not football, it's soccer. It's that, it's that garrison game. They're terrible people. We don't have time for them. Um, <laughs> Ireland, yeah, so I, I listen, this is obviously all corporate brandy stuff, so maybe it doesn't matter and we'll never not call them the Irish football team or the Republic of Ireland or whatever else. Surely we won't. That won't make any difference. It's not going to change. I'm just wondering where, where Ireland football fits into it. Uh, when do we know. talk about the FAI anymore? When things are going badly. Something wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Whenever John Delaney appears in the news again, I guess. But it's just, it's a weird, it's like it, I do understand what they're doing in that regard, what you're saying, just a bit of distinguishing, but I don't think it works like that. It's not like it's a new a new business or a new, like it's still the same sort of, we're kind of locked they in a geographical. They you fool. I do, I, 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 do, I do like the crest. It's, That's a nice crest. Nice crest. I think it's a, it's definitely nice. I think it's a definite improvement oh, on what was there, isn't it? 100%. Yeah. Yeah, and we don't look like Israel anymore, which is always a plus point. There's a, there's a lot going on in it, in that it is sort of a combination of several different crests in one. I, I'm looking forward to seeing the New Jersey, which I, I assume must be coming out in the next week or so, that they'll be wearing it against France. It's coming out in Paddy's Day. I see what they're doing there. Paddy's Day, yeah, yeah. Okay. Pad, well, that's that's the that's the rumour on the, the kind of grapevine. But yeah, Paddy's Shops Day aren't open on Paddy's Day. It's an obvious difficulty for... We're working on it. Nathan. Now, Keen, Faye of Off the Ball is kind of raising the point. It's, it's not too dissimilar from the German one. <laughs> I mean, fewer stars, of course. Oh, the three, thi- the three thing underneath it, actually. There yeah. Is, oh, God. I, I have to go... I have to be sure of this now. There is an old crest from the 80s that they use in a couple of jerseys. I don't know if it was the one that would look like a Kerry jersey, whereby the three flag colours are on the bottom in a way that they are on the new one. Uh, I'll have to double check that one. But yeah, it's kind of, it leans on history a lot, uh, this one, to kind of, I think, guess curry favour, which is probably no bad thing. Okay. I do quite like the crest, and the FAI have a little crest for themselves as well. Really? Won't see. Yeah, the FAI have a little... A oh, that's crest. nice. It just says FAI. It just yeah. says FAI, and also has the three, the green, white and gold underneath it, and a circle, but just one circle, no shamrock in the middle of it. That's smart. That is pretty slick. Okay. So New Jersey coming ahead of France and ahead of the World Cup. I look forward to that. How many of them will my you la- buy? The, well, the last uh, my last Ireland jersey I've liked was the Euro 2012 jersey. I didn't bring for you. For me? I presume <laughs> for your children. I presume they've all... 
We'll, we'll see if they beat France. <laughs> right, okay. <that's> <laughs> These things are dependent, aren't they? I think you know, an entire generation, if they can uh, go and have a Shane Long type moment, will be rushing out. Depends if the jersey's nice, isn't it? If the jersey's... Uh, like, the last yeah. thing really haven't been... Haven't taken off. I've, I've, I've heard... Richie, I know, doesn't I, again, have high expectations, but... I, I've heard again on the grapevine that it's fine. It's kind of tasteful <laughs> and, and grand. Calm it's down. it's, it's a terrible the grapevine, isn't it? Oh, what's the jersey? Fine. <laughs> it's like that gossip right there, isn't it? Yeah. I, I know I know people who've who've seen it. Let's put it that way, and they say it's it's grand. The the, the training gear is apparently rubbish, but the, the actual jerseys. Is, is the, the, the training gear that they just had was really nice, very uh, colorful, which oh. is exactly what you want. It wasn't one of those like a magic eye test? Yeah, exactly. Almost, that's like, the sort of stuff yeah. you want for your training kit. Something that stands out. Anyways, jerseys. Your twenty twelve. 02 World Cup at uh, 94 World Cup away jersey obviously Phil Babb on the back white away jersey thing of beauty and did you like the, the, the 02 one? yeah I didn't like the 02 one I didn't one. mind the 02 jersey bit baggy I, I, but was never, I was never keen I think never liked the, num- never number liked one number one was unquestionably USA 94 away kit what are you talking about it's the Euro 88 home jersey or nothing beauty Euro 88 home jersey for the home jerseys that one I did like the Euro 2012 home jersey Nice little collar on it. Yeah. Nice collar on it. Was that the one with the two green stripes? That looked like exactly. an, uh, a Northern Ireland yeah. jersey. Maybe that's it. Uh, not for me. It's not for me, Ken. Uh, 53106 is the text number. Where is Mr. McCarthy tonight? From Anonymous. I like to think it's Mick, is what Will has written in. Probably is Mick. I don't know what GDPR would have to say where staff are when they're not here. <laughs> so apologies. It could be anywhere. Uh, Maybe it's from Sue. <laughs> that would be concerning uh, the news round would you let labs get the ultimate shave or your money back neon night edition available now where are you starting Richie uh, Sawgrass Rory McIlroy has endured a rotten start to the players championship he opened with double bogey bogey and it didn't improve much from there carding a four over par round of 76 uh, currently out on course Shane Larry is level par through his first five holes Seamus Parr opened with a bogey but he's back to level par through three Chad Ramey has set the pace in Sawgrass he shot an eight under par round of 64 today. He has a one-shot advantage over Colin Morikawa. And now it's two back again to uh, Chad Pedras. Uh, I've been in pre-rec, so Chad I haven't Pedras. seen uh, any of Rory's round, but obviously very disappointing, having gone close last week to winning at Bay Hill. Uh, I do like to follow our Discord channel. If you're a Golf Weekly subscriber, you get access to our Discord channel, which is a very, it's like the dark web for golf nerds. Jesus. What goes on there then? Well, you get you get minute by minute updates from just random listeners on Rory's round who are sitting at home watching it. Rory back to plus two, bad drive in sixteen. Doubt Green is on in two. Then he hits an absolute hail mary. Then three put par, just flitting away the shots now. Says Dart Vader. Dart Vader then says, "Go home, Rory. You're drunk. Fairway to heaven. Bad day for him." <laughs> Sheelan one. Is this all in your Discord? Not going well here. <laughs> Putting has been shocking. Back to plus one, which would be the target you'd think. And then they just give up. If they give up, you know it's just it's gone out of control. These lesbians working. People worry so about we have on yep. our Discord we have many channels. So we have our Hear the Roars channel. I like to come up with the oh, names no. of these. Of nice little puns. So that's our Rory McIlroy channel. We've got our Lowry Lovin channel, which is for all oh, of no. uh, minute by minute. There's a Speed Lovers channel for minute by minute of Jordan Speed. I'd say that's a that's as, bit as of a drop good off in numbers what? there, is there? People people wonder about the shady corners of the internet in which the far right are growing like a fungus. It's this it's this kind of stuff we need to worry about. Golf nerds being allowed to golf nerd it up in these shadowy realms of the dark web it's it's not right uh, so 25 million dollars is the prize fund at the players championship this week 4.5 million for the winner 
I right. always found it unsatisfying when they tell you the thing for the whole field. I don't care what the guy in 10th gets. Just tell me what the winner gets. The guy in 10th gets about 800 grand. Yeah, grand. It's not going to change life. No, it is one of golf's biggest problems. It is the start of full swing is Justin Thomas and Jordan Speed sitting on their private jet betting each other $1,000 if one of them can guess what card they pick out of a deck of cards. Like, the money... Money is sort of irrelevant now. It just keeps going up and up and up. Yeah. But it's like the first thing. So Chris Kirk uh, was a really good story. He won a couple of weeks ago on the tour. Won the Honda Classic, and uh, you know has been through a fairly tired time recovering. Alcoholic talks about this about his sobriety in his first answer, and it's no, we don't want to go into that. Do you know how many FedEx Cup points you won? It's like golf is. It's just skewed in uh, completely the wrong way. But that's a very disappointing start for Rory. A month out, you say these things the about it being skewed in the wrong way, but on the other side, you're absolutely entrenched in it in in golf or yeah, in yeah, the money yeah. well I mean it's all one I mean there's all the same people like I like I it's I'm insult the people of Discord no no no, no I'm not that, oh, <laughs> the fine fine people of Discord I'm not insulting them but it's like that's like live discording around the golf oh you should be there on a sun <laughs> you should be there on a Sunday the Thursday night. afternoon it's all kicking off Oh, Thursday afternoon. Like this is if I'm if I'm in here and I'm in pre-records and I miss a few hours of the golf, I go onto our Discord and you get a good sense of where the golfing world is. Right? Should I be excited? Am I? Should I not? Uh, you can get access to this course. You have to pay for it. That's how good it is. Uh, <laughs> Offtheball.com forward slash Golf Weekly. Now's the perfect time. This we're heading into real golf season. Richie started with the golf. That's how much of a golf season we're in right now. Sick and wrong. Uh, so Rory, four over, ooh, eight under par leading. Markov is just one off the lead. There's a lot of good names up there. So we'd keep an eye on that. Seamus Powers out in the course. Shane Lowry out in the course as well. Uh, there is a lot of live football. It's a bit of a cracker over in Portugal. Yeah, Sporting 2, Arsenal 2 is the score there with uh, 20 minutes to go in the first leg of their Europa League last 16 contest. William Saliba had given Arsenal a 22nd minute lead. It was cancelled out by Inacio, Gonzalo Inacio, uh, with what, 11 minutes to go to half time. Paulinho put Sporting in front 10 minutes into the second half, but an own goal from Marita has levelled things up for Arsenal yet again there. So 2-2 into the final 20. Elsewhere, Roma won it up at home to Real Sociedad. Bayer Leverkusen won it up at home to Ferenc Varos. And in the battle of the Unions, it's Union Berlin 2, uh, Union Saint-Gilles 3, and Union Berlin have uh, just missed a penalty there as well before that third goal for Saint-Gilles was. Uh, an 8 o'clock start at Old Trafford, where Manchester United host Real Batis, who are managed, of course, by ex-Manchester City boss Mauricio Pellegrini. Uh, perhaps the surprising news from this one, uh, Manchester United are unchanged from their 7-0 defeat to Liverpool the other day. So David Hay continues in goal. Diogo Dalot, Rafael Varane, Lissandra Martinez and Luke Shaw are there back four. Casemiro and Fred are in midfield. Uh, then it's that trio of Anthony, Bruno Fernandes and Marcus Rashford in behind Vett Veghorst. A couple of familiar names in the Batiste lineup. Uh, they are missing a couple of players through injury. But regardless, Claudio Bravo starts in goal for them. A back four of Yusuf Sabala, Germán Petzela, Luis Felipe and Abner Vinicius. And then we have William Carvalho and Guido Rodriguez anchoring the midfield. In front of them, Luis Enrique, the evergreen Joaquin and Juanmi are all in service to Iose Perez. And having been late for a team dinner last night, Paul Pogba has been dropped for the Juventus squad to play Freiburg tonight. In the Conference League, there was a 5.45 start in Cyprus where West Ham are tuned up away to AEK Larnaca. Those goals, uh, both of them coming from Mikel Antonio in the first half. Joaquin, one of the, What age do you think Joaquin is now? I mean, he must 40, be... 41, is he? 41. Like, yeah. Still starting in the Europa League. He was a great one now. Like he, no, go on, Richie. 
he played in the 2002 World Cup for God's sake like we talked about that jersey like to think of any player to think of like the Roy Keane generation think of World Cup that Kenny Cunningham and Steve Staunton played in to think of one that you know Ronaldinho we were talking about last night was the, the hip young thing and there you have somebody who played for Spain at that World Cup is still going is in the lockout phase of a, of a European competition is one of their star players still and yeah just a remarkable he remarkable won over, he won over 50 caps for Spain and made his last appearance 16 years ago Grief. So that's longevity. Uh, that's the like Eric Ten Hag on change team. Go out there and prove yourselves, lads. Well, it is, yeah, it's a bit of a I suppose because <laughs> good God, they're not in there. Bruno Fernandez, captain. Oh yeah. Okay. Yes, indeed he is. Do you do you find that odd though? You, you, would you have expected him to be stripped? I know you're not a fan of him anyway. Uh, sorry, it's not that I'm not a fan of Bruno Fernandez. I my I'm not going to go over it again. Uh, Clearly, you could tell from Eric Ten Hag's response he wasn't going to strip him of the captaincy. It did feel in the initial fallout that you had no choice. This was one of the most disgraceful performances a Manchester United player had put in in the way that he had just generally acted. Ten Hag has seen him every day, clearly feels that this isn't a reflection of him and his personality and feels that he is an integral part. Maybe maybe it makes too big of one game if you strip the captaincy of a player. I know. Yeah, I, I, that's what I think. But I like... That's why that whole well, narrative was quite unusual to, to begin with, right in the think? aftermath. Yeah. I mean, I know, and I know Richie feels similarly as well. I mean, I think Richie would have sacked him on whatever day it was, <laughs> Monday or Tuesday. But here, listen, so the thing is, we just don't know because all of this will come out in hindsight in a year's time if Manchester United don't kick on yeah. the way that people think that they might this scenario could well be reflected on as well he wasn't strong there so he was strong with Ronaldo but we saw a, a disgraceful individual performance against Liverpool and he just let him away with it God like but is that do you think that's honestly how it is I've no idea but like even as that but you obviously, you obviously think it's a possibility that there's a that that could be a situation well, so, where but do you, they're not automatons like they are they would have personal responsibility uh, absolutely but do you do you think Ten Hag will have spoken to Fernandez individually about Firstly, his performance, but also how he carried himself on the page. It depends on the relationship. Like, if he feels he needs it, I, I think absolutely. But I don't think, like, I, like that's, and I, I'm, that it is very simplistic to say that I suppose it is the very essence of man management is knowing what each particular player will need. So I don't know if Bruno Fernandes will need that or know that himself. I suspect he kind of is the kind of guy who would know that himself. I don't think that there's any sort of. I, I, I it would be amaze me if he was coming away from there, coming away from Liverpool, thinking. God, lads, you really let me down. You know, like, I don't think... He'll be under no illusions that he had a poor game and that he probably didn't conduct himself in the way of becoming of a... befitting of a player in his position. But, like, to kind of go any further than that, I think it's a bit mad. Like, I think that, that whole narrative around it... And then maybe it's just a Man United thing because it is a so... Everything has to be bigger. When everything when anything happens, good mm. or bad, it has to be bigger than that. When it's like, it's just... It's just one game. It's a bit of a... And, and like... Again, not the Paris Gary Neville thing on it. Like there was a freakish element to the what was it? Eight shots and targets, seven goals. Yeah, but there was also there's no question in the last ten minutes where there were other opportunities that of weren't course, on target. No question about the dominance thing, but it was an unusual. You wouldn't. You'd be. You'd be I'd be loath to to draw any conclusions. I'm from sort it. of sick of talking about it at this stage because we've gone through it. But like, there's another is, hour. Is there, another is half there, hour. Is there not Giles. a bit? I, I understand absolutely. Listen, it's freakish and that seven nils rarely, if ever, happen. I think what was so strange was just that final 20 minutes where it's rare you see a team of that quality of Manchester United who've been in such good form where it did sort of feel like bloody hell these lads have just 
just want the game to be over. They're like they're not shutting up shop. They're just sort of going through the motions here. Yeah. Well, that is odd. I mean, but that's probably to be fair. Like it's it. No, I don't know. I don't know what that is because there's not. You, there's pro- obviously they're still early on in this relative journey with this manager, but they're not early on in their careers. A lot of them, like a lot of them, have been in bad situations. For like, would Varane have been there when Barcelona? Remember you know, how Barcelona used to run mm. right against Real sometimes? Like I don't know if he'd have been there for some of those games, but they're not. Obviously, not completely far into them. Like none of uh, tonight's result will be seen as if they lose. Oh, they're in yeah, a slump. No, no. If they win, oh, it was one off. As I say, in a year's time, we'll be looking at this in a completely different way, depending on how Manchester United develop. Like oh, yeah. it'll be a, the signs were there in that game that there was a mental weakness and a fragility, or it'll be just as you say, a freak result that was a one-off. That they've come back, they finish top four, they win the Europa League. It's been a good season. There's been a lot of progress, and then they kick on next year and they spend a lot of money during the summer. Uh, Rick Jagger on YouTube is obviously bored. Says, "Who's better, lads? Arsenal or Manchester City? Man for man." These are the tough questions we get. Do you literally want us to go through man for man and do a as you get in the newspaper ahead of the game, either side of the page, rating them out of ten? I think that's what he's asked. Yes. God damn it. All right, goalkeeper, let's go. <laughs> Ederson. God, I'm in, I'm in. in Ederson, Ederson, nine, Ramsdale, seven. We have not. We have five minutes. Go on, you're fine. I don't know where to stop. Where to stop? I don't know. Stop at the city right Netherlands now. always had class jerseys. Says Frank. Yeah, YouTube. hard to argue there. Hard to argue there. I wasn't a big fan of the World Cup one. Again, oh, it was a bit, it was a bit patchy looking. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm with you there. Yeah. Uh, Peter O'Mahony coming up at half past seven. I was talking to him about the uh, Italian anthem scenario and that terrible moment that I do always find if you're at a Scotland game. So whether it's at Murrayfield or even at Hamden Park when Ireland played in Scotland, where Flower Scotland's just so goddamn catchy, you can't but sing along. And that's a dangerous place for a rugby player to be when the camera's on, uh, right on you. Like, is what would happen if an Irish player was caught sort of humming along to Flower of Scotland? Well, it could be the ultimate contempt. You know what I mean? Get the bike horse treatment. <laughs> That's exactly, that is a great comparison. If you lose. If not, I'll sing your song. <laughs> not still need you. There has to be, there has to be an element of forgiveness. Like most of the other anthems in the Six Nations, England's aside, are bloody brilliant. Like the Italian one, great. French one, great. Flair Scotland, great. Welsh one, fantastic. And like a bit of a tapping of the toe, a little bit of a hum. What's the harm? I feel like the quality of questioning that comes in uh, on a Thursday night compared to other nights is maybe a reflection on myself and Joe Malloy, uh, where there's deep and meaningful questions that you built an entire segment out of with a slight tangent, where I get, how's Joaquin still going? From Shane and Sligo. I, I, to be honest, again, I just have no idea how he's still going. Good strength and conditioning. He's goes to bed early, eats the right things, all of that. They do ask you a very direct question. Yes, <laughs> there's an answer. I'll tell you exactly how he's still going. <laughs> Are Andy Dunn and Jerry on tonight, says Roscal on YouTube? They're not. They're not. But we got Peter O'Mahony. Then we got John Giles. And Billy Johnny Sexton. Billy Johnny, Billy Johnny Sexton as well. Yeah. Uh, we got Pat Ryan yeah. making his debut yeah. on analysis. Anthony Nash, who's been a superstar. Ryan and Nash are Thursday nights. Andy Dunn and Jerry Thornley. That's though Anthony's usually on a Friday night. It's a lot of pressure. It is. God, Andy Dunn's good, isn't he? Jerry's good, obviously, as well. But Andy Dunn's good. That boys mean there's a the dream for The bromance. Yeah. That's when beautiful nights. watching them two work. They, yeah, they, you, you could have them on a Thursday night as well. It'd be it'd be fine. I'd be okay with that. The odd time. Yeah, I know, yeah. I'm not sure. I spent a lot of time with Andy when I was presenting on Saturdays. You know, Andy used to be in. I remember the day 2018. He was, even though Ireland had sort of won the Grand Slam and all that, he was still sort of going. Mm, I'm not quite sure about this Schmidt. They need they need something else. Even back then, he was, you know, he was I the know. man. But fine, no th- Wednesday nights. I see are the priority. 
it's fine. <laughs> they've just they've taken that on themselves. I, 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 he will be back next Wednesday. Great. And the Wednesday following it. Uh, let's hear from Jonathan Sexton who says when he retires Thursday nights are the place for him <laughs> yeah. is that what he said Richie? <laughs> pretty, well you never know he's left the door open for the phone call Nathan he says he regards the current Scotland squad as the best of the Six Nations era the captain is likely to be restored to the starting 15 on Sunday having missed the win in Rome with a groin problem meanwhile Sexton was asked today about his coaching intentions with his retirement coming after the World Cup and Stuart Lancaster leaving for Racing Leo Cullen's two year contract extension was a play for continuity at Leinster and Sexton was asked today if he intends to join the backroom staff there I would never say never because again you, you never know what life's going to throw it's not my plan straight away I don't think it would be right straight away if if offers did come in it wouldn't be right for me to, to go in and coach with guys that I've played with for the last number of years or um, I certainly wouldn't want to jeopardise this year you know because if if you, they find out you're going and coaching them the relationship changes straight away so uh, no I won't be doing it um, for the foreseeable future anyway but like rugby is my passion. It's all I've known for whatever last twenty years, uh, longer even since I was a kid. And uh, I'll find it hard to step away from the game, but I, I think it's important to do it, uh, to step away, try another walk of life, and then we'll see what happens. What does that mean? Going, you'd like to have a new challenge? Is it? Yeah, yeah. Go, go, and uh, see if I can do something in the business world and. Uh, get involved there so I've been doing a bit of work experience over the last two years one day a week and uh, so I'll go into that and, and uh, see see how that goes but it might not be f- for me Yeah. get the itch straight away come yeah. out of retirement yeah. <laughs> play for Mary's open for offers play for Mary's oh can you imagine that can you imagine being in a pose and so, you know and you've got a, a little late call up Someone's absent. Well, isn't Sean, at least Sexton's playing out half. He's not going to do too much damage to you. Isn't Sean O'Brien back playing? He Club is, rugby? Yeah. yeah. Like if you see Sean oh, O'Brien no. with 20 years of that sort of straight and conditioning behind him coming at you on a Saturday morning after a decent Friday night, that's a frightening I prospect. I, I just find the idea of Jonathan Sexton doing work experience somewhere just brilliant. Like he's walking around like the temp Ryan in the US office. He's like just sitting observing, doing gopher stuff for the boss. Go and get me a cup of coffee and a donut, will you, Johnny? Yeah, all right, grand, yeah. <laughs> Flower of Scotland, best anthem in the world, says Rick Jagger. Uh, there has been no topic overdone more often on a news round than the greatest anthem <laughs> topic. <laughs> and it only works if Johnny Ward is here and can sing every anthem straight off the top of his head. Is, mm-hmm. is Rick Jagger any relation? Um, I, I suspect not. Rick's been in touch. Jeez, Rick is on form. Ah, lads, do a quick 11. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like this will just be clipped and then I'll be given loads of abuse. But obviously we're going Ederson, Kyle Walker, uh, Ruben Diaz, Emmerich Laporte, Zinchenko, Rodri, De Bruyne, Bernardo Silva, Saka, Haaland, Odegaard in some formation. I thought about Gabriel, this too much. I'll have to put Gabriel Martinelli in there just to back myself up from earlier in the week. I heard find that. A spot, I saw that, yeah. Find a spot from somewhere. You dug yourself a hole. Yeah, uh, lads. The Irish rugby crowd don't even sing their own one. Never mind the other nations. I do. I, I they do sing the other nations, don't they? There's nobody who goes and if Scotland are in Dublin and Flower of Scotland is playing, that isn't sort of humming along. Well, that's the it. French anthem is playing. You're singing along. Ah, you yeah. don't know the words. Don't know the words of any of them. Uh, so some team news from England. 
Yeah, quite significant team news at that. Owen Farrell's been dropped by England head coach Steve Borthwick for their Six Nations meeting with France. Marcus Smith starts it out half in his place. It's the only change to the team that beat Wales a fortnight ago and they'll be captained by Ellis Genge. Fit again centre, Jonathan Dante starts in place of Yora Moafana for France. Into the pack for them come Dorian Aldegheri and Francois Croix for the suspended Mohamed Haus and the injured Anthony Alonge. Steve Borthwick was asked about his decision to drop Farrell today. I take every selection decision incredibly seriously. The players deserve that, supporters deserve that, and I want to make the best decisions in terms of that selection process. For us, I think we've got, let's say, many good players, and I've said this right from the start, that we want players always, always fighting to be in this 23. And my job is to select who the right person to start and who the right place to come off the bench is. Uh, one last story, Richie. Richarlison, uh, we're going to be talking about Tottenham with John Giles on the football show, but he's got off on one. Yeah, he has. Uh, don't give uh, interviews in your native language, if uh, you know, because these things do go around the world still. Richarlison has hit out at the club over his lack of playing time at Tottenham this season. He's criticised Antonio Conte in a post-match interview after being brought on for the final 20 minutes of last night's Champions League scoreless draw with AC Milan. They're out of the competition after losing 1-0 on aggregate. Richarlison said Conte's selection choices are not possible to understand and he also used more flurry language than that. I saw pointed out that Richarlison had left out the fact that... Uh, those two games he mentioned where he felt he played quite well and next thing he finds himself on the bench against Wolves that he played against Sheffield United in the cup in between and stunk the joint out but forgot about that game nah well I love that I love that it's kind of done isn't it for him for Conte oh god yeah for half of the staff there if, they, yeah, yeah, yeah. if they finish top four well sure I go I'd say don't I don't know because you can't go back to Italy at the minute with your man was it Paratici Paratici yeah. <laughs> 30 month ban or something Okay, that's fine. That's that, that's above board. I'm not not speaking. I, 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 I'm not, it's not, not like Richie's grapevine. <laughs> yeah, well, Richie's grapevine is, is not solid. very exciting. It's, uh, Ireland, it's fine. Ireland jersey. Breaking news: Paddy's day. The Ireland jersey will be out. It's fine. It's a training kit you're worried about. <laughs> training kit. Tra- training kit. The training kit is team wear apparently with uh, the the logo slapped on it. So there you go. Okay. All That's right. more. I've, I've given you more than you probably deserve after all your lip tonight. I feel like we got through a lot on Thursday's news round, Richie. Thank you as ever. Nice lads, Arthur. Thank you. Cheers, Nathan.